It's so funny because those fears that run inside of us will do everything they can to hold us to doing it the same old way we've been doing it. And to let go of those fears is the biggest challenge on this path of soul liberation. But that's exactly what this pathway is about, is letting go of the fears that would hold us back. And there are the moments, the times, where we do come to a crossroads. And it's those crossroads where we're really being given a greater opportunity to make that choice, to continue the journey higher into spirit, or to make a choice and to continue the journey more in our karmas in the world. It's important to realize no matter what choice we make, it really is okay. A lot of people on a spiritual pathway, though, would often judge if we choose the karmas in the world as we're doing it wrong, and we judge ourselves and beat ourselves up for it. Not even realizing, though, we always make the choices we make because there's something there for the soul to learn. In truth, it's the soul making the choices. But what we're attempting to do here in meditation, in this journey, is to wake up to the soul so we really know what's going on beyond what we think is going on, beyond what we feel is going on, and beyond what we imagine is going on. And that's the confusion. We're so worried about making the wrong decision. We're so worried about, am I imagining this? Is this real? What really is an illusion? Is the imagination illusion? Are my feelings illusion? Are my thoughts illusion? Is spirit an illusion? Or is that real? We think this physical life is real. The funny thing is, the reality is us. We are real. But not knowing that, not seeing the truth of who we are, we look outside of ourselves. We look to the reflection and we automatically assume this is real because I can see it and touch it, taste it, smell it, feel it, know it through all my outer senses. And that's also why it's a challenge because it does look and sound and feel so real to know the truth or the reality of spirit is so foreign to the mind, emotions, and body. That's why they call this the lake of reflection or the cosmic mirror. It's reflecting back to us. Unfortunately, it's reflecting back to us the illusion. And that's the challenge. Because when we're down here at the bottom of the sea, looking up, looking up, looking for God, we just see the reflection. Well, the reflection is a reflection of the spiritual realms, but it's still a reflection. Yes, there really is a God that appears as a sun in the sky. But when we're looking up from below to the surface of the water, we see the reflection of the sun rather than the sun directly. And therein lies the confusion. 
And all of us are wondering, how do we know? How do I know the truth from the illusion? Well, guess what? That's the journey. You don't need to figure it out. This is not a question and answer. This is not a quiz. This is a journey. That's why it's called the journey of the soul. Why we even call this a path of sound and light. It's a journey. It's not getting answers. It's not answering the questions we have. It's not figuring it out. It's not a puzzle. It's a journey of experience. And in the experience, the answer is having the experience. In every step of the way, one experience brings us to another. In each step, as we walk through the illusion, that fulfills that part of what that illusion is for us. Our learning, our lessons, our understanding, our karma. It's the experience that's the answer. I thought God was the answer. Well, who's the one experiencing? You. God. So it's God's experience that's the answer. We simply have to be willing to look, to listen, to learn. But when we approach life as a judgment, trying to get it right, trying to avoid getting it wrong, that's the challenge. Then we always find ourselves struggling and fighting for control, thinking after learning, coming to the seminars here, getting all the information, thinking, I got it now. Now I know the answers. Now I can get it right. And then what happens? We try to control everything to make sure it's right. You ever notice when you get it right, how much you fuck it up? Yep, we're going to have an uncentered raw edition here. You ever notice sometimes when you fuck things up, you get it right? You notice that? If you pay attention when you make a mess, but yet things turn out right, if you know the way I'm meaning here, if you really look, you'll realize it's because you gave up your fear of getting it right. You gave up your fear of getting it wrong. And so, if we allow ourselves to go ahead and mess things up, to do it wrong, if that's what we need to do to get through our fear of messing things up and doing it wrong, then maybe that's the best action we can take. We find it challenging because we make it all about the outer action rather than the inner experience. So it's time to make it about the inner. Make it about the inner experience. So are you living your fears? Or are you living your loving? Be willing to make the mistakes. Be willing. Be proactive. Go out and make a mess. 
on purpose. I don't know any better way to get through your fears. When you're afraid to make a mess, you usually do. But then when you do it that way, then it comes back on you as reaction and judgment and guilt and shame. There's no redemption there. There's no forgiveness. We don't love ourselves. We judge ourselves. That's what reaction, what comes with it. That's why we talk about in here, instead of reaction, try proaction. Take action, be active. That itself will often move the fear and you'll begin to really wake up and know the greater truth. The reality beyond the illusion. And it's through taking these steps that we find ourselves moving through every realm, through every experience, through every level of our consciousness, inside of ourselves, and even the outer kingdoms, until eventually we do find ourselves in that true realm of spirit where we can now see that sun directly rather than by reflection. And here's the thing, until we reach that point, we are not going to see it directly. As much as we want to. But also, it is that longing and desire to really know God directly that will move us along our journey to move into that true experience of our divinity. But you've got to understand how the journey works, what the process is, so that you can participate with it rather than avoid and resist it. It is only the avoidance and the resistance that causes the separation. It is not the experience itself. It is not the actions is not what we think or feel. When we avoid, when we resist, we're keeping the the door closed. We think that we're by-stepping the fear. We think we're stepping away from the negativity. We think we can skip out on the stress and drama. And so we put so much energy and work into trying to Avoid the unpleasant experiences, not knowing that by that avoidance we're actually creating the disturbance. That's why you hear me over and over and here say, turn and face your fears. Because as soon as you're willing to look into the face of fear, the fear is going to dissolve. You don't need to ask for God's light or loving. You don't need to pray for it. All you have to do is look. Because guess what? You are the light of God's loving. And wherever you look, God's light goes. So what's there to pray for? What's there to ask for? You already are the living fulfillment. But now you have to allow 
that fulfillment to live in you. It's been referred to as a spiritual promise or the inheritance of the kingdom of God. We already have it. It already lives inside of us. All we've done is simply blocked it through our fears by avoiding and resisting the truth that is there. Realize your fears are your doorway, your doorway into the loving. It is the only thing that stands between you and God. If you really knew that, why would you want to avoid your fear? I don't want all the disturbance and negativity that comes with it. Well, isn't that already what's going on in your life? So if you hear what I'm saying, your avoidance of the fear is what's creating the disturbance and negativity in your life. But as soon as you, that light of loving, face the fear and allow your light of loving to go into the fear, well, what is that saying? When the light goes into the darkness, no more darkness. Because you have allowed now the light of God that you are to light up the darkness. It really is this simple and this easy. The hard part really is resisting the temptation, avoiding the fear. Haven't you found that out already? Haven't you had the experiences that as soon as you acknowledge and do the very thing you fear, all of a sudden it releases, the pressure's gone, and all of a sudden you're at peace? Haven't you had those experiences? I think most of you have. Well, that's what I'm talking about. So in truth, you already know what I'm talking about. Maybe you just didn't recognize what was taking place. So maybe it's now time to start recognizing. Giving yourself some credit. Acknowledge the truth that you know. And acknowledge the games you've been playing. Acknowledge the illusions and the fantasies you've created, hoping and wishing it was true. But inside of you, knowing all along, it was just a hope and a wish and a fantasy. Because those also get in the way. So we've got to be willing to acknowledge all of it. They say the good, the bad, and the ugly. And when we do that, then we begin to see the beauty of spirit. That acknowledgement is the doorway. It opens the door by acknowledging the truth, even if the truth in that moment is, I am afraid. The truth is, your soul's not afraid, but there's a part of your consciousness that is afraid. So if that's what's present in the moment, then that's your truth in the moment, and all you have to do is acknowledge it. I am afraid. And then, answer, what are you afraid of? Because as soon as we can name the very thing we fear, that fear begins to lose power over us. We ourselves are giving power to our fears. 
by avoiding and not naming. You know the Harry Potter movies? What is the name? They said, don't say his name. Don't say Voldemort. That fear gives it power. But as soon as we acknowledge and say and name it, we now release the power we've given to the fear. And that power automatically will come back to its source, which is us, the Creator. So you want to empower yourself? Stop avoiding your fears and start acknowledging your fears. I'm not saying to go affirm your fears. I'm saying go acknowledge them and release yourself from all the energy you've put in to avoiding the very thing you're afraid of. Well, Brian, I don't want to do that because then I might lose the very thing that I want. Well, maybe that's the very thing that's creating you from not getting what you really want. But how are you going to know until you really do it? It's a great experiment, but it's up to you to experiment. It's up to you. As you've heard us say over and over, all Jim and I are doing here is sharing the truth of our own experience in hopes that it might inspire you or stir you in such a way that you too can begin to awaken and know that divine truth within you. It really is up to you. But also, you're not alone. God is always present with everybody. So yeah, it's up to us to do our part. But there is more support and assistance than we could ever, ever conceive. I shared before about the day I woke up and realized when I was sitting in the hand of God. Well, one of the things that I realized, not only was I sitting in the hand of God in that moment, but from my very beginning of existence, that's always been the case. And guess what? Every single soul that God has created is sitting in the hand of God that God has been carrying through all of the soul's journey. We're just on a pathway of discovery and awakening to that truth. And all we have to do is let go of our resistance and fear, stop avoiding, and start allowing. And as soon as we do, we open our consciousness, and in that, we give ourselves the opportunity to truly awaken and know this divine truth. And that's what meditation does. Meditation is that action that opens that door of our consciousness to wake up and see and to know the divine truth of who we are and that God is and always has been. At some point, we've got to stop avoiding. It's just a matter of when we choose to. And there will be the situations that will bring that choice more present where we can no longer avoid it. And those are wonderful crossroads. 
Because it's when we come to those crossroads and make those choices that the bigger awakenings and experiences begin to open up and unfold for us. But we've got to pay attention. Not because of fear of making the wrong choice, but rather out of the joy of discovery and making the choice that supports our soul in awakening and loving and experiencing the greater inheritance, the greater abundance, the greater fullness of loving that is there for us, that is in us. When this happens, we give ourselves the opportunity that God has always been extending to us all along. So begin to look at your life situations and circumstances truly as opportunities for spiritual awakening, for opportunity of sharing your loving, and for God sharing God's loving with you. Stop looking at things just in the physical way, but start looking at all things in a spiritual way even the physical and the minutest detail, begin to see the truth of loving moving throughout all of creation. Stop creating separation and making the physical separate from spirit. And realize that spirit is in and moving through the physical. What do you think gives this world life and movement? So start to recognize and claim the truth of the divine in every movement and expression from the physical, through the astral, through the causal, through the mental, through the etheric, into soul and into God. It's already going on. But if you want to know that truth, you've got to claim it and acknowledge it for yourself. Nobody can do that for you. And hopefully in hearing these words, you'll give yourself permission and do that for yourself. It truly is only ourselves that holds us back. It is totally based on what we believe and how we see ourselves. Whether we judge and condemn and make wrong, or whether we love and accept and open up. That's up to us. There really is the freedom of choice. No matter what you believe, you can believe you're born of original sin, you're guilty and shameful. And you can still open up and wake up even if you believe that you're sinful. Because guess what? Spirit doesn't care what you believe. It doesn't matter what you feel or think about things. That has nothing to do with God. That's the illusion. All we've done is bought into it. God allows that freedom though. In a moment, you can just turn into loving and towards God regardless of what you believe or feel. Just like that. That's all you have to do. 
And then the door will start to open. But if you don't believe it, and you allow that belief to keep working against you, well, guess what? It will. That door in your consciousness will stay closed. It's not the mind that's a powerful creator. It's your soul. Who you are is the creator. The mind is just a terrible mirror, a very stained, cracked mirror that gave you more than seven years of bad luck. Maybe 700 million years of bad luck. But this is about letting go of looking in the mirror and really beginning to look directly into that light of spirit. The sacred name of God does exactly that. By holding our attention and repeating that at the seat of the soul, it begins to turn our attention inwards and upwards to the divine truth beyond the reflection, beyond the mirror. And all we have to do is follow that light and sound, no matter where it takes us, inwardly or outwardly. And I know sometimes it seems challenging to trust that or to trust ourselves in that. But if we don't, well then, we'll have what we've always had. We'll get what we've always gotten. And that's fine. But if you want something more, you want something different, and it's up to you to make the choice. So if you want something different, then make that choice when you come to those crossroads. Choose God and allow God to choose you.